Hey, it's Country 104. Hi, it's Amy Nelson calling. What's up, Amy? It's Weaver. <laughs> Hello, I gotcha. How the heck are you? Where, where are you right now? Are you calling from Saskatchewan or where are you? I am. I am uh, back home in Regina. And what is home like? Are you on a farm? Are you in an apartment building? What are we looking at here? Yeah, definitely um, not a farm. I'm more of the person when I wear cowboy boots, you can tell they haven't seen a farm. Um, but... <laughs> there's no there's no poop on them. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, no, I need to fix that. But um, <laughs> So I live in, in a condo right in the city. Oh, cool. And what's the weather in Saskatchewan like right now? It is finally not freezing. Yay! Finally, the snow is starting to melt. Oh, my gosh. Because I, I haven't been at home for this many winters. I usually avoid winter, but our winters are very long here. Yeah, yeah. We, we just came out of it in Ontario ourselves. Last week for St. Patrick's Day, it was 18 degrees. Uh-huh. Eight, no, 18 like above? Above. Wow. It's not so nice today, but I'm, I'm thinking of last week just to like get back into the warm memories, you know? Feel good. Yeah, I know it's fitting. That's amazing. <laughs> well, wait a second. You just said you don't normally spend winters in Canada. Where do you spend them? Well, before COVID, I was splitting time working in the music industry um, in Canada and in Australia. Yeah, so okay, I yeah. I always time it so that I <laughs> was away during winter. Well, here's a question for you, because I wanted to bring up Australia, where you're a massive star right now. Do you think you're actually more popular in Saskatchewan or Australia right now? Um... I don't know. I've played some pretty big festivals there, and I do really well at radio there. And um, But then again, I started out in Saskatchewan and got my following here, so I'm not sure. I'd be interested to, like, to like find out that sometime. I mean, you are a 40-time Saskatchewan Country Music Award nominee, and at the same time, in Australia, your songs are, like, top five on the charts, and, and they're, they're about to spin your music video on their, their version of CMT. Like, I can't figure out. I think you're just a massive star is the solution to the, uh, the question here. <laughs> I think I found out about the Australian country scene before other people did, because now other Canadians are going over. I got in at a good time because I was aware of it. Um, yeah. or it was a bit of a strategic move. Um, and so they call me their honorary Aussie because I was there so much, and they're just, they have got a really cool thing going there. Absolutely. I don't think people realize like you did and others are starting to find out that that Canadian country music is absolutely massive down under. It, well, country music in general, yeah. And they're really open to new artists. And, and it's interesting when you play there, like I played a festival there and they would get annoyed if you play too many cover songs because they just want to hear, even like in the beer gardens, they just want to hear your original music, and they'll dance to it even if it's the first time they've heard it. Like, they just want to party, but they also want to listen to original music. So I find that is a a huge difference as well. Like, they hear it feels like everybody sometimes just wants to hear Brown Eyed Girl. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, it's neat. There's some differences, but similarities too. No kidding. I think that difference is actually quite refreshing. What what would country music fans in Canada be surprised to learn about country music fans in Australia? What are some other differences that you've noticed? Have you have you noticed any? Other differences? Well, definitely the support of like they don't care if you're an indie artist or on a label or like they just if they like you, they like you and they're very very loyal. So Lots of them will travel from one festival to another. And I know there's people in Canada that do that. But right away, I was seeing some of the same faces at every festival, which was really neat. Um, And, yeah, I mean, like, I go into the campground sometimes, and it looks like I'm at Country Thunder or, you know, like Boots and Hearts. Like, it looks exactly the same, except for everybody talks funny. Um, (laughs) (laughs) 
say funny things. Oi, oi, oi. Yeah, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. <laughs> yeah, or they've got their different Aussie flags or their different, like, yeah, a little bit of quirks of their own. But, but everybody's there to party and have a good time, and it's a really friendly crew. I am starting to wonder why I'm not in Australia doing this radio thing down there. Then now that I'm thinking about it, it sounds like I would be much more popular myself down there. <laughs> well, I, I don't know, but you're welcome to come along. It's a good time. Next time you go, you might have a carry-on that includes me inside it because I'm really small. <laughs> Let's oh, talk about awesome. Hold on. I just want to picture this at the festivals. Do they line dance down in Australia? Line dancing is huge. Huge. Yes. Like, it's like they have line dancing clubs. They go on cruises that's just line dancing. Like, they're not everybody. Like, there's there's a big modern country scene as well. But, like, there's a lot of people there that are really into old traditional country. And, like, line dancing is, a, yeah, it's it's crazy. No kidding. If you did, I know that they, they, you said they like originals. But if you did do a cover, are the big hits down there the same as here? Like, if I played Wagon Wheel, would they know that? Would they love that one? They would know that one. Yeah. Sometimes it's a bit surprising, like a song that I think everybody knows that they don't know. So when I'm making up my sets, I always run it past some of my other, like, Aussie artist friends to be like, do people know this one? Um, but, like, I mean, all of the big American hits, they know. Wow. And, um, yeah, it's kind of like when you're on the other side of the world and they're playing the same top 40 songs. So they listen to American country um, and then the Canadians that they know of. Um, but, Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. What a career you've had so far. You're, are you a dual citizen yet? Uh, not yet. I, I mean, I was starting to feel like it before COVID, and, and now I just really miss it there. But, um, I mean, I also miss playing in Canada, too. It just, it's, it's been strange for all of us, I know. Yeah. Well, hey, on the good side of things, things are starting to ramp up again. I was on your website earlier today. I didn't see a lot of dates, but I know that it's kind of that time where people are – you know, in the contract phase and announcements are coming. Do you, do you feel that way on your end? Or are you starting to see more dates and, and bookings and such? Yeah, things are definitely picking up. I was a bit shy for the summer, like everyone not really knowing how it was going to go. And I was supposed to be playing um, Americana Fest in the UK in January. And I was a little crushed when that got canceled. So a little bit uh, gun shy to start booking shows again. But now I think you're right. It's safe to do so. I mean, it's it's all starting up. Yeah, good. Glad to hear it. Well, hopefully we see you in Saskatchewan. Hopefully we get to see you in Australia. Hopefully maybe we get to see you in Ontario this summer. That would certainly be nice because you've got a cool new song that I want to sing along with here. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. yeah I'm uh, really loving this new single and excited that your listeners get to hear it. It's different from the last one you sent me. That's for sure. The new song, Tripping. Before we get into the whole thing, just give me like... You know, a blurb, really quickly. What did you think of this song, and why did you choose to record it? Okay, because it's so fun and so catchy, and when I heard it, uh, I was like, did they write this about me? Like, it's, it's about somebody falling in love, and it's not, it's not smooth. They're clumsy, and it's messy, and I'm like, yep, sounds about right. Mm-hmm, yep, <laughs> yep, yep, <laughs> yep <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was a clumsy side to you. Well, geez, yeah, yeah. We we fake it well as artists, but I I think down deep we're all a bit awkward and just like everyone. So sometime if I saw you live and, and you did a somersault on stage and, and stood back up, that maybe wasn't part of the show. Maybe you just fell down. 
yeah, just like when you make up the words to a song, you know, you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> Tell me you've never forgotten a verse on stage. Come on. I make up songs all the time. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I do it all the time on the radio too. I got nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know why you were drawn to this one, uh, written by Madeline Merlot, Patricia Convoy, uh, Conroy, I should say, David Thompson. Uh, this is a uh, quite the team here. And then when you get Jeff on production, just, just wow. Yeah, I feel really, really lucky that um, that I got to record it. And they, I had written with Patricia and Dave um, the last time I was in Nashville. But I just love this one so much better than the song we wrote. <laughs> What's it like going into the room with these big heavyweight writers like this? I would be so intimidated on my side. You know, okay, so when I went into the room to write with them, I... Um, was so nervous. I wore some brand new clothes and I like had gone shopping. I was like, I'm going to totally kill this. And we were sitting around the kitchen table, just chatting. And I realized I still had like the tags on my clothes. And I was like, Amy, don't say anything. Don't say anything. And then I was like, guys, I got to tell you what just happened. This is so funny. And so it was, I don't know. I just felt instantly comfortable with them. That is wonderful. That's a great story. That's like, I got dressed for the first day of school. I was so excited and womp womp. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But, but it was so funny, I just had to tell them. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it fits into what you literally just told us about being a little clumsy sometimes, being human, making mistakes. We all do it. I, I, I actually am literally checking my pants as you tell this story because I bought these on the weekend, and I have no idea if I took the stickers off. Actually, now that I say it, yeah. the stickers aren't here, but there seems to be pasta sauce on my legs, so I will note that for tonight's laundry. Good job. You yeah, can't. Yeah. All right. I think we're in the I think this song is for me too then. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, congrats. It certainly sounds fun. I was checking out the video earlier too. Super cute. Did you take any creative control on that one or or did you let uh, the director and the creative team kind of put that one together? I gave my suggestions that like of all the videos I've done, whenever the production crew comes up with the idea, I think they can they have a better idea of what's possible. Um, when I think of a video, I just think about playing with my band. I don't, my mind doesn't go much past that. So I let them come up with the concept and then added bits and pieces. And um, it was actually kind of really neat to film in my hometown. We were at a few different locations, including my very own music school. We did a scene there. So it was, um, yeah, just cool to kind of do the hometown feel. It reminded me of when I used to work at Sears back in the day. You stand in between all the racks of clothes and stuff like that. I was like, oh man, it feels like I'm at work right now. <laughs> Do you find, though, after working at a clothing store, you have to hang things a certain way? Absolutely. I swear that never goes away. Absolutely. <laughs> when when the Sears in my town that I worked at closed, I went in, grabbed a bunch of those pant hangers, and I hang my pants now, just like they hang at the stores. <laughs> I do the same thing. Like, I used to fold jeans at Bootlegger, and I can't put a pair of jeans away without being folded with the little tip in to the left, over to the side. Like, you just you have to do it. Yep. Once you've done it for too long... <laughs> I don't wear too many pullover sweaters, but if I did, they would all be stacked nicely on a table. See? See? We are you know. twinsies right now. We are twinsies. <laughs> <laughs> and sorry to flip from the video, but you just mentioned it, so I should dive in. I don't think everybody is aware that you do have a music school. Did I read that you've put through like 1,700 students, was it? Uh, children that have been able to, to go to the school and kind of uh, take part in it? Yeah, so my background, like I went to school to be a high school music teacher, okay. but then I decided to go into a career in music, and they only give you a few days off a year, and that just wasn't going to work to play Stampede and all the places I want to play, yeah. So um, even though some of them are in the summer. but um, So yeah, I started my own music school, and we've got a few locations across Saskatchewan, 
And um, I should really update those numbers because this is our 11th year, and we have now done um, helped over 3,000 kids Whoa! to learn music. Oh, I did know you yeah. launched uh, Sing Like a Star in 2011, but yeah, I didn't have an updated number. 17 was what I had. Over 3,000, kudos! <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, there's a few too many people, too many little girls walking around with purple in their hair. Um, I'm not sure how their parents feel about that. but oh, they're, they're you're, you're a better role model than most. Give yourself a little bit of credit here. <laughs> <laughs> I can think of much worse for role models. You are doing great. You've got singing schools. You've got careers in two different countries. You got new music out. The video looks great. It's been great to talk to you today. I love catching up with you. Thank you. Yeah, you're you're making me feel good here. I like it. <laughs> oh, yeah. If I'm here to pump one person's tires a day, then I'm here for it. And you can be that person today. Love it. Love <laughs> it. <laughs> well, before you go then, uh, just to let fans know, uh, I guess uh, uh, hit me with like just a sentence, whatever you got to say. Why should fans check out Amy Nelson music? Why should they see what you're up to? Well, things are really taking off. I've been working in the Canadian scene for quite a while, and sometimes it takes a little longer to get going than others. But um, I've been so, so lucky to work with Open Road on this song, and I just can't wait for everybody to hear the music that's coming out next. You're killing it. Over 50,000 views on the video. I'm looking at it right now, and it only came out a little over a month ago. You don't see that in Canada everybody every day, so keep up the good work, all right? Thank you, and thank you so much for chatting. Absolutely. Looking forward to playing Trippin' on the Top 30. Say hi to Amber and the team for me, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, stay in touch as always. And keep those numbers updated, because that, you know, 3,000. I could have made a bigger deal about this thing. <laughs> I will. Okay, thank you so much. You rock, Amy. Have a great rest of your day, and uh, don't forget the stickers on the new clothes, okay? I was going to say, don't forget to wash your pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, oh right, I'm looking at it right now, and I feel so ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was strutting down the street feeling good about myself earlier, and clearly it was all for naught. Anyway. <laughs> It was good to have a laugh with you. Have a good rest of the day, all right? You too. Okay, bye-bye. Talk soon. Cheers.